0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is an open discussion with C3 Films. My name is Chris, and this is Cheryl. And today we are going to be talking about the Netflix sensation, Squid Game. So this is something that everybody has been talking about. We're a little late to the party here. We actually weren't even going to talk about this, but we decided that with everybody, like, talking about it and you know, l- linking about it and posting about it, that we should probably give it a give it a look ourselves. So and we're gonna go.
1: You may or may not be watching slash listening to this months after we record this. So <laughs> then it'll That's be really true. old information.
0: <laughs> Very old information, but that uh, that does give a nice segue. If you want to see these shows live when we when we do them, you can follow us on our Twitch channel at Twitch TV backslash or slash C three Films, and you can see us as we do these shows live, which is usually a couple of weeks to months, sometimes before we post these videos online. But we're going to go ahead and jump in. We're only talking about the first three episodes of Squid Game. So we're not going to talk about the whole series. I have seen the whole series. Cheryl's only seen the first three. So we're going to keep it to the first three. But there will be spoilers for the first three. So if for whatever reason, by the time that you're watching this, if you haven't seen Squid Game, then, I mean, I'm surprised you are you you you've hide under a rocks, apparently. But... Yeah, we will be talking about spoilers, so if you're going to watch it, leave them and come back, and then you can watch our show. But without further ado, let's jump right in. Um, just tell me a little bit about like what your experience was before coming into Squid Game, Cheryl, before we actually talk about the show. like How did you come to discover it and all that?
1: Uh, well, it was actually from my roommate. My roommate told me about it first, um, and she didn't tell me what it was about. She just said, it's Korean. And it's bloody. You're gonna love it. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. I'll watch it at some point. But I was kind of putting it off. And then she kept, like, like, there were just some random times where she would just, like, run up to me uh, and just be like, watch Squid Game. And then she'd just leave. (laughs) Oh, okay. Noted. Exactly. Um, And then my boyfriend watched it without me, and he also said it was good and that I should watch it. And I I, I just see, like, people on social media talking about it all the time, about how good it is. Uh, And then now, I think it's been long enough, um, memes are starting to come out, and so I'm trying not to look at them because I don't want to ruin it. Um, So that's my experience. It's been really hyped up for me, Um, which, uh, you know leads to disappointment.
0: We'll get into that in a moment. So, I was the complete opposite. I came across Squid Game a couple of weeks ago, like before the hype had built up, up built up on it, but around the time when it had just released on Netflix and I was eating one morning and I like to put something on in the background while I eat. So, I literally was just I saw that it was in like some of the recently released things on Netflix and I said, "You know what? I've been, I watched uh, Sweet Home on a whim, and I enjoyed that, which is another Korean uh, television show that's based off a comic book in that case. So I said, you know what, let's throw this on. I'm, I'm planning on watching Alice in Borderland at some point, so let's go ahead and just throw on Squid Game and see how it goes. And I, was, I didn't really know what to expect about it, so everything that I saw just caught me off guard. No one had prepared me. Uh, nothing had prepared me. And my roommate was, because she's working from home, she was in the living room, and she was kind of looking over my shoulder while she was working and seeing what I was watching. And I found the first episode very intriguing. And before I knew it, we had watched six episodes. Because we were just like, wow, this is this is kind of fun. I'm I'm interested in, I'm invested in seeing how this uh, progresses. And then, yeah, and then we finished it within like two, two I want to say two days, maybe three days. And then next thing I know, it's blown up and everyone's talking about how great Squid Game is. So... My experience, not expecting anything and going into it blind, I was very I was very pleased, and I did not have the disappointment that it sounds like you were feeling. But this might be a good time to talk about the first three episodes and basically what what led like why why did you feel that way? What what was it about the first three episodes that didn't? It doesn't sound like it really ca- got caught your eye.
1: Yeah, so I watched the first episode and. I you know I was just like I don't get what all the hype is about. Um I didn't think it was bad, but I thought it was yeah. somewhat predictable cuz you know um they I think they gave enough hints and it was kind of following uh like your basic storyline almost. Um and I think like you know when they were signing the thing uh the the consent form it said like players will be eliminated and it was like
0: so they die.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, and I, I know my roommate told me that, like, people die. Um, but I also just, like, knowing it's Korean, I'm like, you know, Korean has, like, Korean movies and, and shows kind of have that, you know, tendency to, to be Not like be that, happy. right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so I kind of, like, picked up on that anyway. I don't think that. The fact that my roommate told me that it would be bloody um, would have ruined that for me anyway. So, so I was kind of like, oh. And then when, as soon as they started playing the first game, I was like, well, I already know that you know they're gonna die. Uh, like the people that don't play the game are gonna die. And so then I was like, well, I feel like the way that the first episode ended didn't lead me. It didn't leave me with something to grab, grab me and be like. I want you to wonder what's going to happen next to yeah. make you watch it more. I felt like I already knew what was going to happen. Um, and like, I kind of had the whole thing in my mind where I mean, obviously they're going to keep playing. Um, I didn't know that they were going to stop playing uh, and go home, uh, but yes. then they ended up going back to play anyway. So I was like, Okay, so it's a little different, but it's still kind of going along with the thing of what I thought, were, like they're going to play the game. That's why it's called Squid Game. So it's predict in that way, it's predictable. What's not predictable is like how things are starting to, you know, go off the rails a little bit in, in terms of like the characters are starting to do things to kind of not go along with the plan. Um, and and that's why I think now it's kind of starting to get interesting and that's like by the end of episode 3 end of episode 3 is when I'm like okay I'm starting to not see where this is going so now I'm intrigued but it took me 3 episodes
0: and I think that's a fair assessment when I watched the first episode 2 and once again I didn't know anything going in but I also was like okay this is clearly a death game right So I don't think that the show is so much about the predictability in the beginning um, because I also was caught off guard when they did stop playing the game. But even that is used as a storytelling device because they stopped playing the game so that they can give you a realistic view of why people would play this game. So they all leave to go back to their lives and they all realize that their lives are miserable and then they come back to continue the game because they have nothing else that they can that they can do f- to help their situations. You know, um, I forget his name, Gong Yu Gyeong, um, the main character, before he starts the game, his, I don't think he knows about, I don't think he has information about his mom's condition in the hospital thing. But when he stops playing the game and goes back, he finds out about his mom's condition, and now it's like, well, I don't have the money to pay for this and I'm not gonna use my ex-wife's boyfriend's money. So I guess I have it's like is the down down all these people are down and out on their luck or they have they have issues. They and they they can't support themselves. So they use that as a way to tell you to give a reason to like okay these people playing this game, there's no way people would keep playing this game when they can die. But now when you have this point where you make them leave and then realize their lives suck, and they come back. Now you, as an audience member, are like, "Okay, now I can believe that these people are playing the game because they've actively decided that they have. There's nothing else they can look forward to, and I've seen their lives, and it's like, yeah, this kind of feels like almost like if they don't play this game, they'll die out in the regular world anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. So, That's... and I
0: thought that was interesting.
1: Yeah, I definitely uh, after you know um, after they go home uh, and they they do the vote. And then they go home, and we get to see more of their regular lives. that's when I was like, okay, I I can see like there's a lot of social commentary here, Um, Mm. and I it was kind of depressing, Um, but it does give a reason for um, to explain why they would want to continue to to continue the game as opposed to trapping them there and forcing them to play the game. But it also gives opportunity for them to go home and then for some of them um, to go back into it with tactics. And I think the tactics part is actually really interesting because we have um, that one lady who, like, brought a knife with her. um, And then, uh, so you know, they're starting to, like, try to, to figure... I mean, at least she is. I think she's the only person that's that's being pretty tactical about it um but i think that like you know with the the other guy being really smart the educated one yeah um, the glasses although he's not really he didn't really help with that second game anyway um but i feel like maybe for the third game they're really gonna start to like figure out how to navigate through these challenges um and they're like building a team which i think is cool and then we have the uh, detective who, um, who is, like, infiltrating, and that's really exciting. Uh, we don't know what he's going to find out. He, he almost got caught, so that made it really, like, you know, uh, raising the stakes and stuff. And now he has a square mask, which is a higher rank than the circle, so um, I'm interested to see where that goes.
0: Yeah, and that's another thing that's really good, what you just mentioned. The ability to be able to tell things within the story without actively being told them. Like, you just watching, you can tell that square masks are, are higher than the circle mask or whatever else with the triangle mask. Like, you can start to tell the hierarchy within these people in these pink outfits. Um, and that and, I, and that's another reason that I like the game, because, uh, or like the um, show, because they don't actively tell you through dialogue. This is the hierarchy. You will be people in this mass. You will be people in this mass, and you guys will be people in this mass. You just organically receive that information through the interactions that you're experiencing within the world. So, I really, I really like that, and the the inclusion of the police officer storyline was a, is a good addition for me too, because now we have this kind of this almost kind of um, X factor that we don't know what's going to happen with him because he is not in the game himself. He's an observer. And so how is that going to affect our players who, as far as we understand, are going to only be able to operate within the the rules in the realm of the game. But this character can operate outside them. And how is that going to change the game itself? And how is that going to affect, how are his actions going to affect these characters within the game? So, I agree that I think that that's a very strong element and that's another part where I started to really become more invested in the show.
1: Yeah, I think the other thing that's really interesting about the show is they kind of make it about a lot of people who are like not great people. And there's a lot of time with the main character showing you how like not that great of a guy he is where he he, you know he's definitely not good to his mom he's a terrible father he's very selfish um which is a great starting point for growth so we know he's gonna grow and which is great um uh but i kind of like the idea of like you know all the almost all of the characters even the villains are like not great people and really i guess the only person that is good is the detective so yeah. and, and but we do the only don't one. know what his his real backstory is, so we'll figure that out. Or I will figure that out. You know everything already.
0: hell <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, but you're right, like even the the characters like the smart character that you think, oh, he's smart, he has a team, he'll be a good person, but then you see him actively lying or sabotaging his own teammates, which is not too smart. (laughs) Like, why aren't you helping the people that want to help you? Um, he clearly figured out in the second game, he figured out what the second game was, but he didn't say anything and he could have caused the deaths of his teammates. So he clearly is, he understands how to play the game, but at the same time, he is willing. He understands that people need to die for him to win. It's just weird that he's, actively almost working against people that can help keep him alive until the end of the game
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's tough I mean it's hard to strategize um, when you're in that situation I suppose but like but you're right like he's gonna have to compete against them at some point so but but I I, I feel like I would probably wait until the last minute to do that. But then, you know, there's a lot of, you know, other shows, reality shows that are in existence where that doesn't work in their favor. So, who really knows what the best strategy is?
0: Yeah. I will... So, one of the things also that... So, like you were saying, we're talking about characters here. The characters in this show um, are flawed, but I still find myself liking um, a good chunk of them. Um, Oh, man. And I forget... The one brown character's name because it's been a while but um i like i like his character he seems like a very sweet guy you know and i like the old man uh, his character is also very sweet and nice and when i'm watching it i'm asking myself okay these characters have a, like terrible backstories and like you know horrible things that have happened to them and i want them to succeed i want them to live but i know for a fact that they all can't live And I think that's one of the things that also helped carry me through the show. It's kind of that feeling that you get in watching anything like Battle Royale, for instance. Um, It's not the same, there are comparisons that can be made between the two, but it's not the same type of show. Um, But the point is that you know that characters have to die and you know that you're gonna have more than one or two characters that you like. So you start to dread certain games because you don't want the character that you like to die yet. And you're praying that maybe through, like, the X factor of the cop, maybe some of these characters will be saved. And so it's adding this extra little element of, I hope things can be better, even though I've seen things like this before. So I know that people have to die at some point.
1: Right. Um... I guess maybe I might not have completely understood the way that Squid Game works. Um, can it, is it that there's there can only be one winner? That's what I don't know. They
0: never expressly said that there can only be one winner.
1: Right. So my understanding is that like they can all win if they don't die.
0: Right. Because there's
1: only six games, so... Uh, it sounds like there's still and and it sounded like they would be splitting the um, the The winnings yeah exactly by how many people are left but I also don't know anything about the game so
0: (laughs) right and from what you've seen so far though um, one of the interesting parts about the show is the set design like you've seen the the giant steps of multicolors that they walk through and things. That's why I didn't know this at the time, but yeah, that's a real set that they built. And the the costume design, every and even like the design of the games, when you see that weird-looking robot for the uh, red-light, green-light episode, there's a lot of this show that is weird, but the aesthetic works. Even the music is weird. And creepy and unsettling but it it works and i feel like it helps to build a nice tone for um for the show
1: that's funny you say that because i didn't feel like it was weird at all at all kind of just made sense to me i think it's because like when they're on the island and they're doing the games they're they're basically in another world um, and so everything about it is right. like otherworldly—the way they're dressed, the um, the uh, the setting. It's all like even the chambers where they play the games. It's all very otherworldly. Um, and then when they go back home, it's like completely different. The colors are different; they're very muted and stuff. So, yeah. like you really feel when you're in one place or the other. It's definitely darker, and yeah. like you, you would you would think that it would be darker at on the island because you know people are getting murdered and stuff like that. But it's like a happy, colorful place, and with yeah, the cute games, games and the music and the money and everything. Except people die. But then when you go hey. home, it's like dark, nighttime, raining. Um, the street lights are. Uh, are you know yellow and stuff like that it's not very bright at all actually I feel like most of the time it's nighttime and you know the areas that they are from are are you know in poverty so yeah. it's not a bright place to be um, so I feel like that's a really cool um, contrast that they put there.
0: Great and um, I'll be curious to talk to you I mean, we'll, we'll do it obviously off stream in the future, but I'll be curious to talk to you about how you feel once you get to the end of the show. Because one of the other things that is really good that I like about the show is that there is a lot of information that is given that is not expressly said. And the show leaves it up to a, like attentive viewers to be able to figure certain things out. If you're paying attention, but it's one of those shows that absolutely benefits from going and giving a second watch once you've finished, and I think that's one of the other cool things about the show.
1: Okay, so I have to watch it twice.
0: <laughs> or, or watch a video about the things that <laughs> the things that you missed on the first on the first watch through. But I think that that's part of like what you're saying. Like the first three episodes is definitely a good gauge for a show to start to pick up. Like, whenever I watch anything, um, I always try to give it three episodes. And, like, with this, they're, like, almost hour-long hour episodes. So, it can feel kind of on the long end. But I agree that it, it picks up, basically, once they come back into the game. Because the first episode is spent a lot on showing who the main character is solely. Like, it's basically all about him. We don't really get to learn about the other characters until the second episode. And then at that point, then we kind of had the idea of who our main characters are, even though there's like 400 characters in this thing. The characters that we followed in that second episode where we got to see them living their lives, we know that these are the heroes of our story. So these are the stories and the characters that we will be invested in throughout the course of the remainder of the show.
1: Mm-hmm. I kind of like that we spent so much time with one guy. Um, at the beginning, and then like later when they go back, then we get to see what everyone else is coming back to. So for yeah. him, like we know that it went from bad to worse. So you right. can only imagine for everyone else, it's going from bad to worse. Uh, we just didn't need to see all of their um, prior history to understand that they really did go back to something that was worse. Um, yeah. The only thing was just the old guy, the uh, 001. Mm -hmm. which I think he might be my favorite character. (laughs) I just thought it was, like, funny because um, when they were doing Red Light, Green Light, he was, like, having such a great time playing that game. And I think, like, it's kind of, you know, telling because um, he's an older guy. Like, he's already lived, so this is kind of exciting for him. Plus, he's already, you know, gonna die soon anyway because he has cancer. So, like... What a way to go, right? Right.
0: But I thought, this is another good thing about like character development or just giving character moments so you can understand a character. When he shows up and he's the last deciding vote to whether or not they're going to end the game, I was thinking he's going to vote to continue it because he's the one person that we, like you just said, has nothing to lose. He was excited to be here and he was having a good time. But he's the one that chooses to end the game. And that felt very interesting to me because it almost felt like he was understanding that what he wants may not be what everybody else wants. So he's giving everybody else a chance to go back to their regular lives, even though he is still planning to go back and do the game. At least now everybody else, now that they know what the game is about, they can now make a choice to not do the same thing. And I thought that that was kind of cool because he gave up something that he wanted in the moment for everybody else.
1: So that's kind of interesting, actually, because I knew he was going to press the X.
0: Oh, <laughs> you really? I really thought I he would... was going to press the checkmark. I was like, we got to keep playing the game, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. So I I knew he was going to press the X because why else would they have this whole, Why would why would they even insert this whole thing about them having the ability to do a majority vote? Why yeah. would they spend all this time doing it and like go through having this whole scene to do it if they're just gonna vote yes? So um so I was like, Oh yeah, he's gonna he's going to press X. I was like, if he presses circle then I'm like I'm done with this show, it's a dumb show. They're doing everything, like I already know what's gonna happen, I'm over it. Um but when he pressed X I was like, Good, he pressed X Um, Like, yes, the fact that he pressed X was predictable, but then it led to unpredictability, which is what I wanted.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I definitely think that you have a lot more in the show that will surprise you. I I wonder if you'll feel like all the hype surrounding the show is warranted once you finish it. Um, From my own perspective, I will say this much. I enjoyed the show. I really liked the show. If everybody else wasn't talking about it, I don't know that I would have come to you and said, "Hey, you have to watch Squid Game."
1: Okay. I mean, so, it was just my roommate and my boyfriend.
0: <laughs> I know, I know, but at the same time, that is people that watch something but, that was new and yeah. said, "Go watch this." You know, like I've watched at least 3 shows or started 3 shows since we last talked. And I haven't brought them up to say, hey, immediately, go check this show out. And the fact that everybody is posting it on social media, um, I think that it's a little conflated. And I think that the show is just kind of like, kind of just taken on this. It's it's definitely blew up in a way that I don't think even the showrunners expected. Because, and I think it has to deal with where we are right now in society and even just what that show is about which is a completely different story. But when you break it down, I think that the show is good. I think that the show is smart. I think the show also has a lot of problems, which I can't address right now because they become more apparent in later episodes. But you've addressed one in the form of the predictability of the first few episodes um, or the nature around like the situation that was happening. And then there's a couple other ones that story-wise, don't seem to really work in a show that I'm not sure is going to have a second season. You ask people, they'll probably tell you that the show is definitely getting a second season. I don't know that for a fact. And based off the information I have within this season, there will be certain story things that feel odd to you. But that being said, the fact that the show is smartly written in a way where they have a lot of plants throughout all the episodes that you've already seen and for more episodes to come that when you learn things at the end, you can go back and look at and say, oh, they actually told me this information and I just didn't realize it. That's always cool. And I can appreciate shows or movies or any story doing that because it feels like you have a plan. And for what I know, this show took this creator, I think the show, the creator originally created this um, idea for this story back in 2005. So this is a very old idea that's just coming to fruition now.
1: Okay. Um, I can say that I I do think that um, what they have going on is pretty good because uh, in the sense of the situations are relatable. I think that's why maybe it's taking on so well um, because it's like it is a fantasy world. Uh, it's unreal. Um, but the, the issues are very relatable. Um, one problem that I did have, though, like a really big problem, with, was how the detective infiltrated. I was like, how can they not notice that they're being tailed? There's like no one else around. There are no other cars. There's no one else like at the harbor. Um... So I was like,
0: okay. <laughs> yeah, he he's also driving with his lights on.
1: Exactly, like it's not very sneaky at all. So, I thought that was dumb.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> funny you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, I remember having that same feeling when I watched it too. Because I was like, maybe during the day, but at night, there's no cars on the road, and you have your lights on. They're not gonna think you're another car because they know because they're all lining up. But I feel like there's a once you finish the show, we'll come back. Remember this question when you, for when you finish the show? I feel like there's actually an in-universe reason for why they would not notice that they are being tailed.
1: Because they're wearing a big mask that obstructs their vision.
0: <laughs> it, it actually doesn't have to do... It has to do with something else that you're not aware of yet. So, um, and I don't know that that's the reason because I thought the same thing as you when I first saw it. But now that you're bringing it up, thinking about what I know, it could be a reason, it could be something, but even then it's a little flimsy because I think in general you're right, there's no way you don't notice that somebody mm-hmm. is following you. Yes point blank.
1: So I am wondering one uh what the motive of the the main villain is. Like why he yeah. wants to do all of this. Um and then the other thing I'm wondering is like who all these people are in the suits. Um, but in the third episode Um, That one guy makes him take the mask off, and then you see that it's, like, some kid, and he doesn't seem to really, like, care, so I think that they might all be brainwashed, Um, so that's, like, one theory I have, and then the other thing that I have a question about is the guy who is in the room next to um, 29 where the detective infiltrated because he kept looking over, and I'm like, okay, something's going on there. So those are two things that I'm, like, wondering about, and I'm looking forward to the reveal for those things.
0: Yeah, and it will be good. Um, The other thing about that kid showing his face is that, don't forget that after he showed his face, he was killed like that, like, without even a second thought. Mm -hmm. So... The, it implies that maybe these guys that are wearing these masks don't have as much power as we like to believe they have. So I think that that's a little interesting. Like, seeing seeing that they can be just as easily killed off as the people that they are killing, it it recontextualizes the power levels within this show and who is really in control. So, but yeah. Um, that's Squid Game. Is there anything else that you want to mention before we uh wrap out of here
1: uh nope that's all for me
0: so yeah um but what did you guys think about squid game have you seen it you probably have but if you haven't um are you going to watch it and if you have seen it did you think it was as great as everybody was making it seem that it was or did you think that it was just okay whatever you thought about it comment below let us know and while you're down there if you give us a like share and subscribe you don't though i have been chris and this has been
1: cheryl and we'll see you all next time